welcome to the Paperback Show. My name is Ricky Lee Grove, and this is episode 17, Bantam, Louis L'Amour, and the Western Paperback, which will cover a brief history of Bantam Western paperbacks with a focus on Louis L'Amour, probably the most popular author in the history of Western paperbacks. Ian Ballantyne was a young graduate student in 1939. He wrote a thesis on the economics of the paperback industry in the late 1930s that brought him to the attention of several paperback publishers. He ended up opening the American branch of Penguin Books, which was a UK company, in 1939. Ian was primarily responsible for reselling penguins in the United States. However, World War II cut off the shipments from the UK, so he began publishing paperbacks himself. Now, one change he made was to add illustrated covers to his paperbacks, which were primarily sold through magazine distributors and needed eye-catching covers to compete. But when Penguin founder Anthony Lane visited the U.S. Penguin offices after the war, he was appalled at these new illustrated covers. He demanded that the paperbacks be simply text and color-coded like the British Penguins. Ian Ballantyne refused and left the company. Ian then started his own company with his wife, Betty Ballantyne, and secured funding from a major hardback publisher, Grosset and Dunlap, who were eager to get into the paperback market. Now, one ace in the hole that Ian carried with him was Curtis Publications, a massive and huge distributor of magazines and paperbacks. The new company needed a name, and Bantam Books was born with a rooster as a symbol. The date was 1945. Although Bantam Books is better known for their choose-your-own-adventure books, their Star Trek The Original Series short story adaptations, science fiction originals, the Bantam classics, and a long and excellent series of books on World War II, It really was the Western that got the publisher on their feet, specifically with the works of an excellent Western author, Luke Short. Later, it was Louis L'Amour who became their star writer. The Bantam Western The first 20 titles published by Bantam on January 3, 1946, included the Western novel Nevada by Zane Gray. The company published four additional titles a month for the first few years, with a print run of 200,000 copies each. Interestingly, the first 200 paperbacks published by Bantam included 25 Western titles and 21 mystery titles. Science fiction paperbacks began, began to be more popular in the 50s, the first sci-fi title published by Bantam was Donovan's Brain by Kurt Siodmak in 1950, with an absolutely wonderful cover, unfortunately by an unknown artist. Cover design on the first 200 published Bantam paperbacks was initially bland, but once Ben Hibbs from the Saturday Evening Post took over, they became very stylish and bold. Some covers brought $1,000 to the artist, whereas the general price for paperback covers at the time was two to 300 
One of my favorite early Bantam covers is the one for Luke Short's Ride the Man Down, Bantam number 82. Unfortunately, the cover artist is unknown. But I like the theme. It shows the ranch romance formula very clearly. Bantam, along with several other publishers, suffered from oversupply and was struggling financially with millions of paperbacks stuffing the shelves and many returns. Oscar Distel was hired to write the ship, which he did by the end of 1954. Bantam was sold many times over the next decades, but Distel managed to make Bantam one of the most powerful paperback publishers in the business by the time he retired in 1980. At that time, Bantam had 15% of the market with over $100 million in sales. At present, Bantam is part of the Penguin Random House Publishing Conglomerate. Louis L'Amour, the most popular Western writer in history. Interestingly, it wasn't until 1955 that Bantam began publishing Louis L'Amour, a World War II veteran who started writing for the Western Pulps in 1946. He began his novel writing career in 1950s. Gold Medal was his initial publisher, but like other publishers of the time, they never published more than three novels from the same author in a year. Lamora sold novels to several different publishers until Bantam finally offered him an exclusive contract to publish three books a year, guaranteed. Lamora continued this formula for decades until, by 2010, he had written over 100 novels published in over 10 languages with 320 million copies printed. He is simply the most popular Western writer in history, and Bantam was his publishers. Collectors should note that several early Bantam Louis L'Amour novels were paperback originals, PBOs, meaning that they were published in paperback first. Here's a short list. The 1958 Bantam Radigan, the 1959 Bantam The First Fast Draw, the 1960 Bantam The Daybreakers, and the 1959 Bantam Taggart. You can check our show notes to see the list. These early Bantam paperbacks are going for plus $50 if you want to start collecting L'Amour. Why should you read Louis L'Amour? Westerns run cycles of popularity according to popular tastes and interests. The Western at present, 2024, is not particularly popular if you look at the bestseller lists, but that could change. Part of the problem with the Western novel is that it's so formula-bound. However, that is exactly the appeal to readers of Westerns. They like the fact that the same cycle of stories and characters appears over and over. It's comforting. That's why the vast majority of Western novels are like comfort food. Once you consume it, you don't think about it again. And despite the critics, there's absolutely nothing wrong in reading for comfort. Louis L'Amour wrote to formula for almost every one of his 100 novels. His favorite trope is the ranch romance, where a man and a woman meet The man fights to be with his woman, and eventually they are reunited, and there's a happy ending. It would be a mistake, however, to think that this is all L'Amour does with his stories. He is a keen observer of nature and ritual. 
His plots move forward in a fast pace, and he is a compelling storyteller. And despite his reliance on stereotype for characters, they often have qualities that make them interesting and sometimes compelling. Hondo, his 1953 novel that began with his short story, was adapted into a film and then novelized by Lamora, is a good novel to start with. I recently reread this novel and enjoyed it very much. Short, about 110 pages, and spare, Hondo's plot moves forward very quickly. I was particularly taken with his descriptions of nature and even-handed treatment of the Indian characters in the novel, something that's not typical of other Western writers. Another good entry point for reading L'Amour is the first of his Sackett family series, Sackett, 1961. This is an amazing story of a pioneer family through several generations that starts in the Revolutionary War, and it's a wonderful series that makes many interesting twists and turns. Note that the novel Sackett is not the first chronological book in the Sackett timeline. The first is Sackett's Land, 1974. Well, that's it for our podcast today. I urge you to seek out Louis L'Amour novels or any interesting westerns. Ernest Paycroft is another, Louis B. Patton, William Human. Just do a check. You'll find that you'll like these stories. They're short, easy to read, and often compelling. Check our website, paperbackshow.com, at Substack, for our show notes. Well, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again. Bye-bye. <music>